Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, glory. Glory to God, glory to God. Well, it's healing night. Praise God. I'm going to share some things about anointing with oil tonight. Praise God. Anointing with oil for healing. It will be a little different than a, praise God, a little different than a, that, than you've ever heard. So praise God. Hallelujah. Now, when we talk about anointing with oil, the oil is a representation of the Holy Ghost. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the hand of the Lord, the anointing on me. I thank you that on the other end, great and mighty understanding, revelation shall come to each here. And Father, we'll give Jesus all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. So anointing with oil represents the Holy Ghost. It represents the Holy Ghost. Praise be unto God. It, it, it means the hand of the Lord or uh, the Spirit of the Lord. You can say it two or three different ways or you can just say the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, the king and the priest and the prophet, they were the only ones that had the anointing. They were the only ones that could hear from God unless God just specially intervened. You understand that? Now, only, uh, only the priest, the prophet, and king had the anointing. They were the only one that really could hear from God, and mainly just the prophet. Mainly just the prophet could hear and give directions. But thanks be unto God in the, uh, in the New Covenant, uh, uh, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. His Spirit will bear witness with each born-again man. Hallelujah. You don't need any man to teach you. You don't need any man to direct your life. Blessed be God. If you'll lean and listen to your Spirit, you'll always do that which is pleasing to Almighty God. Can you say amen tonight? So, the anointing with all for healing. I think we've uh, 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 made that a little bit hard too. You know, we a lot of times we'll say the prayer of faith. Uh, is any sick among you? Let, let him call for the elders of the church, knowing the oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith to heal the sick. Well, we've put the healing the sick off on this fellow that's sick. <laughs> you know, and uh, if he's believing anything, he's going to get healed. Well, that's true. That's true. That's nothing wrong with that. But that fellow that's calling, he needs help. He, if he didn't need help, he wouldn't have to call. Now, if you can get it on your own, you don't need somebody to help. And see, in the body of Christ, we don't ever get so big that we don't have to call. And we don't have to get so high and mighty that we're afraid someone will think we're less uh, 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 of a Christian or no less faith if we call or have hands laid on us. Praise be unto God. Now, in 1 Samuel, you don't have to turn there, but the uh, 16th chapter, uh, Samuel had heard from God, and he said, Go anoint one of Jesse's boys to be king in the king Saul's place. Now, this little, this little boy is going to take the king's place. So, you know the story that... Uh, 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 Samuel went to uh, uh, Jesse, said, bring me his sons, and he brought them all, and they came before him, but none of them were it. And he said, have you got any more? He said, i got a young kid out there. He's about 16, 17 years old, and uh, he's keeping the sheep. 
So we'll bring him before me. And when he brought him before him, the Spirit of the Lord said to Samuel, Anoint him to be king in King Saul's place. At that very time, the, uh, uh, he poured oil upon him and anointed him. Now, everyone in Israel knew that Samuel had the authority to do that. He has heard from God. The priest, the prophet, or king, either, any of them could anoint because they had anointing, and it represented that God's blessing were upon them and the call of God was upon their life. Praise be unto God. So Samuel anointed David. He had God-given authority to anoint David. Now you understand that? He had God-given authority. God had told him, but he also, he was anointed. And he had the ability to transmit something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Psalms 89, 20, uh, God said of David, my servant, with my holy oil have I anointed him. Now, I've anointed him with the holy oil. I have. Well, I thought Samuel did. Yes, but he's representing God. Now, listen to me. Blessed be God, this anointing with oil, all throughout the land, all of Israel, they knew what it meant. It meant, bless God, God's got his approval on this young man, David. Now, David did not become king for 12 years. He ran from Saul. He could have killed him. He could have took over, and God would have been pleased with it. Are you listening to me? Because he's anointed king. The anointing left King Saul. And it, he, his anointing is upon David to be the king. Praise be unto God. We know the story after David was anointed that uh, one of the champions of the Philistines came and made war against Israel and one of the champions walked down and cussed, he cursed Israel and their God for 40 days. 40 days he cursed them. Saul, the man that was king, head and shoulders taller than any man in Israel. His knees smote together. Fear came upon him. But a little boy named David came because Jesse sent a, a, a food to the army and he came and brought corn or, 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 or something. I got a sermon called, if you won't tote the popcorn, bless God, you won't get the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, praise God, praise God. David came and he brought food to his... Uh, to his uh, 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 brothers, and he hears, he hears Goliath. And Goliath defied the armies of the living God and said that their God wasn't nothing, their king wasn't nothing, and he cursed the whole thing, been doing it for 40 days. But David said, Do you mean to tell me that this uncircumcised Philistine, he has no covenant, he has no right, he has no anointing? Hallelujah! Blessed be God, this guy can defy the armies of the living God. And someone rehearsed it before King Saul, and King Saul called him in and recognized the anointing on him and said, Go forth, little brother. Hallelujah. And Goliath came down and cursed Israel, and when he did, it said, And David ran. And he ran to him, 
And when he did, you know, it shocked, it shocked this giant that they'd send a kid against him. Said, what am I, a dog or something? What do you, you mean, they don't have no res- more respect for me than that? And he went to laughing, and David hit him right between the headlights with a stone and put his lights out. Amen. Hallelujah. Cut his head off. We found out that David knew how to get ahead, didn't he? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So the anointing is on him. The anointing is up on David. He was never, never, never defeated as a king. The hand of the Lord was upon him. Praise be unto God. Praise God. When David was old, time for him to pass on, die, they wondered, well, who's going to receive David's mouth? You know, during the, the 1947 through 58, the healing revivals, they called them, uh, uh, they always was asking, who's going to get uh, Branham's anointing? Who's going to get A.A. Allen's anointing? Who's going to get Jack Cole's anointing? Who's going to get Catherine Kuhlman's anointing? And they're always trying to figure out who's going to get this and who's going to get that. But let me tell you, over in the New Covenant, it's Almighty God that anoints you, every born-again person. 2 Corinthians 1.21 said, He that established you in Christ and has anointed you is Almighty God. You've got the anointing uh, 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 for a king's office. You've got an anointing as a priest's office. You've got an anointing as the prophet's office. You don't have to hear for God, for somebody else. Bless God, every man can hear for his own self now. Amen. Amen. You have the kingly anointing, which is simply the authority of the believer. You have the prophetic anointing, and we are priests, holy priests unto Almighty God. So we've got all that anointing that they had in the old covenant. We've got it individually and collectively. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. It was a fellow, David's son named Adonai. And uh, he exalted himself and he said he would be the next king. And he took over. But you know, you can take a lot of things, but if it ain't there, it ain't there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he threw a uh, big inaugural party for himself. And he invited the whole nation, everybody but Solomon. But he made a mistake. He uh, uh, invited the high priest, Zadok. And so, did you find 1 Kings, 1st chapter, 39th verse. Now, Zadok has authority from God. Now, you've got to get that across in your head. You got to get this across your head that Zadok, he's the high priest, just like Samuel was the prophet of the land. He had the authority. He had had the right to anoint. Can you say amen? 39th verse. And Zadok, the priest, took the horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon. Not Adonai. Adonijah. <laughs> and guess what? And they blew the trumpet. And all the people and said, God save the king Solomon. 
And the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes, rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth rent with the sound of them. Bless God. They knew that something had happened. Now, listen, we've got, we've got a king and his oldest boy and them in line. Hallelujah. But he had a son, blessed be God, named Solomon, and God picked him out and chose him. Hallelujah. Do you know you are a chosen generation? Praise God. You've been picked out, called out. Hallelujah. So this anointing, he anointed, Zadok anointed. The priest took the horn of oil and anointed Solomon. Oh, hallelujah. The whole nation knew it. Now listen, I want to get this across. Zadok had the authority from Almighty God to transfer an anointing to make this young man a king. Samuel had the authority of Almighty God to choose out a king over God's total whole people. Praise God. He had that authority. Praise God. They knew that God had appointed Solomon. Can you say amen? Now they knew that. They knew, they knew what the oil represented. See, we in the body of Christ, thank bless God, we got a bottle of oil there, and we, you know, it's 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 Pompeii olive oil. We got it down at Kroger's, you know, and we'll grease somebody up. Let me tell you something. In the early days of Pentecost, when they started anointing with Almighty God's oil, hallelujah, they had prayed over that thing and they knew that it, it represented Almighty God and that was the number one way they prayed. For the sick was by the anointing of Almighty God's oil that it represented. Praise be unto God. Turn with me, if you will, to the sixth chapter of Mark. Now, we're still talking about before the new covenant before the sixth chapter of Mark. Look in the, well, we'll just read a couple of verses. Sixth chapter, look at the seventh verse. And he called unto the twelve and began to send them forth two by two and gave them power. Now he gave them his power. I would imagine when he called them in, he laid hands on them and transferred some. Now he gave them power over unclean spirits and, and went on to say that 13th verse. And they, they went out and cast out many devils and anointed with all many that were sick and healed them. Now how come here these people are, here these disciples are, they are not saved, they are not born again people. They were, it was not available till Jesus is raised from the dead. This is old covenant. But God, through the Spirit of Almighty God, by Jesus gave them power, gave them authority. All they're doing is operating in God-given authority. They hadn't been anointed then. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Are you seeing where I'm going? <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Not only have you got power of attorney to use God's name, not only do you have the authority in Jesus' name to lay hands on the sick, but hallelujah, you have received dudamus, dynamite anointing to transmit when you lay hands upon people. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. The anointing 
with all represented what? Represented the authority of God. They had authority from Almighty God. Now turn with me, if you will, to the fifth chapter of the book of James. Hebrews, James 5. Starting the 13th verse. It says, any among you afflicted. That means going through a trial test or something like that. If it is, do your own praying and shut up. Don't call everybody in the world and tell them what you're going through. Hallelujah. So, is any married? Let him sing songs. See, you don't hire someone to do your singing for you. Amen. Hallelujah. I've done that before too, but that, that's just because I couldn't sing. Before I met the Lord, one time I come through Shreveport, Louisiana, on the strip, down on the Bolger Strip, and there's a guy in there singing his name, his professional name, his name's Johnny Smith. He called him Johnny Holiday. And that boy could sing. And I said, Johnny, let me tell you what to do. He said, uh, how, what are they paying you? He, I said, is that all? I said, I'll pay way more than that. And I put him to driving and I paid him. He sang three days and three nights and he lost his voice. And he couldn't sing anymore. And so I put him out. I paid him and put him out. I said, you're not going to carry me back to Shreveport? I said, I would, but you can't sing no more. So you do sing. So that's the end of that little deal. Hallelujah. We don't hire someone to do our singing. <laughs> Amen. Is any among you married? If you marry, I, I, when I get married, I don't kick my wife on the leg and say, sing. Sing, baby, sing. No, I don't do that. Amen. I sang. I'm happy. I'm happy. Hallelujah. Says any among you afflicted, let him do his own praying. Any Mary? 14th verse. Is any sick among you? Here's what you do. If you're sick and you have not been able to receive your healing on your own, I don't care what the reason is. Maybe you don't know faith. Maybe you don't know healing. Maybe you don't understand the anointing. Maybe you just don't understand. Well, let me tell you something. God's got a method just to suit your case. Hallelujah, right here. I don't care if you're 8 or 80, how old you are in the Lord. Bless God. If any among you are uh, 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 sick, let him call for the elders of the church. Well, what will they do? And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick or heal the sick. Praise be unto God. The anointing with oil is for those who have not been able to receive. Do you understand that? It don't mean just young Christians. Huh? Smith Wigglesworth had had revival on every continent. He got sick and he was sick five years with kidney stone. And, and the, he went before the Lord and he said, Lord, do you know that I know healing? Do you know that I know faith? Yes, I know that said, but I want you to humble yourself before the body of Christ and call for the elders. See, we don't ever get to the point that we're an island unto ourselves. It isn't who I am in Christ, it's who we are, press God. We are the body of Christ. We're the physical being here in this earth, praise God. Glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The elders, now listen. The elders have received the authority from Almighty God. Do you understand that? Hallelujah. If you understand that, you don't have a problem calling for the elders. 
Hallelujah. He's got authority. God give those disciples. They were not even born again. They were good men. They served God. They obeyed God. But they were not born again yet. Hallelujah. It wasn't available until Jesus is raised from the dead. Hallelujah. 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 So, he's saying, any sick among you, let them call for the elders. The elders have received the authority from Almighty God. To do what? To anoint with oil for their healing. Hallelujah. I'm an elder in the church. We have other elders. I'm the head elder. I'm the head knocker. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if I'm not here, and if I'm on the backside of Little Rabbit, Australia, hallelujah, it's men in this church that can pray the prayer of faith. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. You never left without help. Praise God. Well, I know it. I ought to be able to get my healing. That's right. Well, I've been in this 28 years, Brother Son. You know, I ain't never really realized what you're talking about. I know it's right, but I don't understand. Well, that's your case. That's fine. We got, we got something that'll help you. What is it? The prayer of the elders. The elders have been given authority by Almighty God to pray that prayer of faith, to anoint with oil. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. 20th century said the, the prayer offered in faith. That's the correct translation. See, we have said the prayer of faith will heal the sick, and we pointing at that old boy laying there, and he ain't got enough faith. You put it all in, in dynamite, it wouldn't blow the gnat's nose. And trying to get him to believe something. And he's hurting. He's hurting. I mean, he can, you tell him, by stripes I'm healed. He said, by stripes I'm hurting. I'm hurting, man, up under my... I can't hardly breathe. Man, and you're trying to get him to believe something? That's why we can help one another. This thing's called a family. It's called a body of Christ. Hallelujah. We put, every, we put people off an individual and said, well, if you got enough faith, you can be healed. Amen. Kind of like some folks was talking about uh, back last year, talking about you can't get healed on natural human faith. Well, that's all these folks had was natural human faith. They didn't even have any born-again faith. What will the faith of Almighty God that you have on the inside of you, the faith of the Son of God, what will it do? It'll heal the sick. The prayer of faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. New American Bible said the prayer offered in faith. Say, praise God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the elders are acting for Jesus Christ. They are out acting for Almighty God. Do you understand that? Bless God. Hallelujah. We wasted that. Trying to get the prayer of faith and trying to get that old boy to believe something. Well, if I can get enough word in him, if I can, if I can, if I can, you ain't gonna get nothing. All he's thinking, oh my God, I'm hurt. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Barclay's translation said a, such a prayer offered in faith will cure the sick man and the Lord will put him on his feet again. It'll cure the sick man. The prayer offered in faith. See, God's got to have a road to come down. He don't care if, if it's your road, you believe God, fine. What if you, what if you just can't believe God right now? You ever, you ever been to a point that you could believe God for the blessings of God financially and they'd come back? And you'd believe God for this? You ever got to the point that you just you done stretched your faith just about far as it'd go? 
And you know, bless God, hallelujah. I know God will do it. I know that. I know that. I know that. I need a little help. You know, you ever had someone to scotch for you? And you was going to roll back and just kind of scotch you where you wouldn't roll back? <laughs> well, that's what we're talking about. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. If you need help, get it. Oh, and James said, you have not cause you ask not. Say, praise God. Hallelujah. Amplified said the prayer that is of faith. The prayer. That guy laying there or the guy come down front, he ain't not required to do the praying. <laughs> Say, living Bible. The, the prayer, if offered in faith, will heal him. The prayer offered in faith. Praise be unto God. Well, what's this old boy? What's this old boy that's sick? What's his, what's his when he calls for the elders of the church? When he comes. See, nowhere did it say, and Jesus went to somebody's house and talked them into letting him pray for him. That's not Bible. See, they either came or called. If they were so sick they couldn't get up, maybe they've got a communicable disease. Bless God, let them call. Hallelujah. We got elders that can pray. The prayer of faith got authority from Almighty God. God given authority to pray that prayer of faith. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Let me read Barclays again. Such a prayer offered in faith will cure the sick man and the Lord will put him on his feet again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen. If you hadn't been able to receive your healing, you know healing belongs to you. You know that. I, I, it may be 40 different reasons. I don't know why, but we got one right here that says you call for the elders. Not only that, he goes on to say, and the Lord shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he's committed any sins, they'll be forgiven. <laughs> well, you know, I miss God. Yes, you did. Oh, I hadn't been the Christian I ought to have been. No, you hadn't. Well, I should have been a lot better. Yes, you should. That's all that's right. All that's right. But if you've committed any sins, call for the elders. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. The Lord will forgive them their sins and heal them, praise God. Hallelujah. You know a person gets under condemnation, he's not going to get anything. See, he needs to know, bless God's not. God's not against him in any way. That he's for him, hallelujah. And if he's committed sins and failed, and I don't care what he's done, he got the Fifth Amendment, he can confess his sins, and God will cleanse him from all unrighteousness. Every one of them. He'll annihilate them. Amen. Brother Hagin said he'll annihilate them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Barclay. This is Baptist theologian. Do you understand this? Barclay. William Barclay is a Baptist theologian. He translates this. Such a prayer offered in faith will cure the sick man and the Lord will put him back on his feet. Bless God, he'll put your feet back on the street. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God-given authority. That's a little different. I ain't never seen it just exactly like that, but I'm talking about God's given authority there. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus gave his disciples the authority. They went forth, cured the sick, blessed God, and cast out devils. Just in that authority, 
We don't just have authority. The elders have got the authority, but they also have the anointing. Hallelujah. You shall receive dynamite. Explosions of almightiness. Praise God. Praise God. The one who's being prayed for, he must exercise his faith. How? Oh, he's got to believe. No, he's got to call. He's got to come. He's got to come or call, and that's all. That's all. Praise God. If he's able to come, he better come. You know, if you just want someone to come over and play with you and play hopscotch or play jacks with you and, and sympathize with you because you're laying up in the bed. I know a lot of people like to lay up in the bed. Well, I know I want someone to pat on them. Maybe their husband ain't just taking care of them just exactly right. Amen? Amen? The prayer offered in faith will cure the sick man and the Lord will put him back on his feet. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not just come to your house when you're sick. Amen. Now, if you're not able to come, then call. That's a different story. Maybe you've got a disease that's communicable, catching or something like that. Bless God, call. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But if you're able, get there. Hallelujah. Get hands laid on you or call for the elders. Praise be unto God, whichever way you want to release your faith. Whatever you want to do. If you won't bless God, say, Hallelujah, I'm hurting. I can't believe nothing. I ain't believing nothing. All I want is help. Hallelujah, we got help. Hallelujah. You have exercised your faith when you came. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. My cousin went to a pretty good size uh, denominational church in Camden, Arkansas. And he had cancer of something liver and lights and whatever. So he called for the elders of the church. And they had 28 elders in this church. And out of 28 elders, seven of them came. And most of them told him, said, the only reason we come, we didn't want to be embarrassed and not come. The church he was going to did not teach healing, did not believe in healing. Now they believe you go to heaven when you die and they get folks born again. Praise be unto God. Thank God for what they did. No, but they did not have light on divine healing. Now, I was preaching in Lake Village, what, three weeks ago, and preaching a bunch of preachers, and a bunch of Baptist preachers were there, and different ones. And uh, I started out, I was going to teach them something. What did I start out on? Would I have my paper dolls that night? No, that was another town. Anyway, bless God, I started out going to teach them something about identification and about two jumps out of the bat. They didn't know more what I was talking about if I'd have come off of Jupiter or something. See, they didn't know. So I just broke it down and started, I just preached the gospel. Just preached the gospel. It said Jesus went about all their cities and villages preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So if he done that, then it's all right to preach that kind of a gospel. Amen? This best preacher, he is one-eyed. Uh, his right eye is blind his right eye. Praise God. And I laid hands on him. He fell over in the floor. In the floor. And uh, they, didn't know, they didn't know anything. Man, didn't even have nobody to catch him. You know, it bloomed. He's a pretty good sized fellow. Bloom, he bounced a time or two and he's out there. But he got up, you know, and he, he just started talking about it. He said, you know, 
said, I never would fool with that healing before. I never seen it out of the Bible before. But I saw that. I saw that. That's why I come down front. I said, well, what happened to you? He said, oh, I got my eye healed. I was blind in the right eye. Hallelujah. 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 Well, why did that happen? The light came. We getting light tonight on the elders having some authority, praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My cousin, he called for the elders of the church. They prayed over him. It had been better off if they'd have quoted, Mary had a little lamb. It would have been more faith released. Are you listening to me? Or if they'd have, you know, if, if they'd have quoted anything, Mary had a little lamb, or any, it don't make any, they'd have been better off saying anything. Because what they did, now he didn't receive anything. Because the elders in the church didn't believe in healing, you ain't going no further than what you believe. Do you know that? You can call for the elders all you want to, but them elders better know what they're doing. They better know their authority. I'm telling you, when they know authority, when they know God gave me that authority, I'm telling you right now, they can pray the prayer of faith. Praise God. Glory to God. Well, hallelujah. He got worse. But he went to a little full gospel church. What's the name of that church? Faith Unlimited. And a ex-Jehovah Witness was preaching. What's his name? Charles Trumley. And he called him out now. I said, Get, come out now. I see a big mass right there. And said, the Lord's healing you. Bam. And he fell over in the floor at the back of the church. And a fellow with him was a lawyer. And he called him out. And he fell over in the floor. Well, he was healed. Totally healed. Praise be unto God. I prayed with him. He got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you know what? He went right back to that church and they robbed him of his healing. Do you understand that? If faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God, so does doubt and unbelief. If you think God put that on you to teach you something, see, if you think God allowed it because of some kind of secret sin or something like that, you ever seen people that thought they'd done something wrong and never could figure out what it was? But Satan kept reminding them of it. I had a friend, he never could forgive himself. Never could get his healing. We'd always have to anoint him. Praise God. Praise God. Because he always thought he had done something wrong. Oh, what is it? If you've done something wrong, do you know the Spirit of God will tell you you don't need no preacher or anybody else telling you? Huh? He said, if our spirits condemn us not, then we have faith towards God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He went back to that same church. Called for the elders. They didn't believe nothing. Didn't get nothing. You know, if I went to a doctor and he didn't get nothing done, I'd, I'd have enough smarts to go to somebody else. I wouldn't get, well, I know it, but Granny went to him. You know, and Uncle Ned, he went to him. Oh, we love this doctor. He was our family doctor. He delivered our children. Maybe he don't know what you need. If he don't get you a specialist, Jesus Christ is the healing specialist, bless God, and he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has never changed, and he's still in the healing business, praise God. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. He went right back there, and guess what? We buried him about a year or so later. 
He went back to the doctor and the doctor gave him a clean bill of health. Listen, if something came on you one time, how many know it can come back? That's why you need to stay in a church that'll teach you something, how to resist the devil, how to resist sickness, and when it comes back, know what to do about it. Hallelujah. Well, glory, glory to God. One night, a lady called me. She said, uh, you know I'm in a wheelchair, yeah? Said, well, I want you to come and anoint me with oil, and one of these days the Lord's going to heal me. I said, well, I'll be over. And so I carried some folks with me. I think you even went Louise Gregory, didn't you? Hallelujah. And we went over there, and she said, anoint me with oil, bless God, and I believe the healing power of God will be on me one day. I said, no, that ain't what we're going to do. I'm going to anoint you with oil because you done called, and that's all I want you to do. You don't know, she don't know anything. She don't know anything. I said, I'm going to anoint you with oil, and, and, and when I do, the healing virtue of God's going to come on you, and you're going to walk. said, you really think so? No, I don't think so. I ain't never thought so. I knew so. I know so. I've got authority from Almighty God. Hallelujah. I laid hands on her, and I said, now walk in Jesus' name. And another fellow, I said, catch a ball. And we stood her up. She hadn't walked in years. And I said, walk. And I might have said it so loud that it scared her, so she tried to walk. <laughs> But hallelujah, she made a step at it, and it shocked her. I done greased her up good, put about a half a bottle of oil on her. I used to use a little more oil than I do now. <laughs> I seen Kenneth Copeland's mama. What was that woman's name? Vanetta? She'd take a quarter at a time. And just run your clothes, you know. People got where they didn't want, they'd rather stay sick than grease up a $500, you know, dollar dress. But I had all her up. I said, walk. I walk. Now listen, I'm not telling her to walk in something I know, some special something. I know I have authority to speak for God. Amen. Hallelujah. We are ambassadors. Hallelujah. We're sent ones. We can speak for Almighty God. He that spoke the word of God, God gave him his spirit without measure. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said, walk. Anyway, I said, now turn her loose. She, she began to walk. She had a long haul, about far from that wall. She walked down there and walked back and got a little stronger. And I said, now run. And she began to run, began to run, began to run. Guess what? She never did come to church. But she went back over to uh, the church that they helped start. And I can understand that. If you've helped do something and Granny was in it and Aunt Sookie and everybody in the world was in the thing, I can understand that. But listen, when your health and your life is involved, you need to get where, bless God, you can get some help. Amen. Hallelujah. But I know it, but we have good fellowship over here. We eat banana pudding every Thursday. We're good. <laughs> One night, about 2 o'clock in the morning, phone rang. And this lady's name was Sister Curry. And uh, I was maybe three months old in the Lord. Not over that. And she called and she said, My tongue is swollen up. It's real thick. I can't close my mouth. <laughs> you understand that? Hallelujah. And I wasn't fixing to pray. I said, You're going you to repent of your long tongue gossip. Uh, she, had, she was married to an Assembly of God preacher and he ran off with a piano player. 
Oh, son, and it had been 20 years, and, and the more she told it, the worse it got. Hallelujah. She even said the old gal couldn't even play the piano. Or just anything she could down somebody with, she downed them. I said, well, you're going to have to get on. And I said, I better, I better li- I'm going to listen to every word. You better get like, she couldn't have to talk her tongue like that. And she tired, and she forgive. You know, all that. And you know, she done that. She is still a squall and everything. I said, well, I guess that's enough. Sit down up here. Hallelujah. I don't know what she said. But hallelujah, laid hands on her, and God healed her. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today, she's still healed. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. lady called me one night from Hamburg. fellow had seven grocery stores named Bill Bowfoot. Outstanding kind of man as you ever seen. Had a cancer in his neck the size of a softball, not a hen egg, not a baseball, but a softball, and it deformed his neck, and he, you know, his neck was that big, and that, 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 and she called. Now, she had been, they had carried him to Kenneth Copeland's, he had prayed for him. Carried him Brother Hagin, he'd prayed for him. Freddie Price, Jay Blevins, Charles Cow, carried him everywhere. Now, I had saw, I had seen him at two of those meetings, and I knew that he didn't know anything. I knew that. Because if he'd have knew anything, he'd have got healed when Brother Hagin laid hands on him or Caps or anybody else that had prayed the prayer of faith. Amen. But I knew that he didn't know anything and didn't know how to receive. And so she, uh, his wife told me, said, he has not slept in 10 days. And we had started a church in that town. And I said, I hadn't seen him in church. Said, he has had to take care of business. Well, let me tell you something. If you're laying out there six foot deep, you ain't going to take care of much business. That's the business you need to take care of. Anyway, I said, tell him that I'm coming over there and I'm going to call a couple of friends of mine, Jane and Tommy Smith, and uh, they'll be over with me and we're going to pray over him and we're going to anoint him with oil. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we prayed over him, anointed him with oil in the name of the Lord and he went sound asleep. He slept a day or two, bless God, and he never did leave. I told, I told him. I said, now, if you go back over to that church you're going to, you are going to die. And his wife, she, I don't know what she thought I said. She said, you mean if he goes to church, he's going to die? I didn't say that. I said, if you go back over to that church, they had got him a, a, a recliner and put down front. He's the biggest tither in the church. He is a secretary, general, and everything you can make him. Hallelujah. And everybody files by him and said, oh, Brother Bilbo, we're so sorry. Oh, that's a terrible thing. Don't know why God put that on you, but we're praying. You know. And they pat on him, and they file by and pat on him, pat on pat on him. Listen, sympathy won't get the job done. Now, it's something called compassion that will, but that ain't sympathy. Well, our poor little thing, poor little... No, bless God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, the compassion of God will flow out of you, and it's called the healing virtue of God. Jesus healed many one by just the compassion of God flowing out. Hallelujah. He was taking nine pints of blood a week. Now, I don't know, and I, I never could figure that out. Where did that go? He was not hemorrhaging anywhere. Where did the blood go? I've often wondered about that. I've even thought about maybe a demon of Dracula or something. I didn't, you know, I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> 